Disney's theme parks all over the world pulled in record income in the early part of this year. And Disney World, though, saw a decline. Yeah, so West News Bob Hazen joins us. He's live outside Disney World. And Bob, the company here is saying they're planning for a big cash infusion, and they're talking about billions of dollars going into the parks. Yeah, those billions of dollars will be spread around to all of the parks all over the world. And the company's top executives wouldn't say exactly how much could come to Disney World or whether or not they're looking at opening up a fifth theme park here. Now, the top executives with the company held their earnings call with investors for the first quarter of this year yesterday. They said that operating income for the theme parks set a record, increasing by 10%. But much of that was because of how well the parks in Shanghai and Hong Kong have been doing. On the other side, the parks here in the U.S., including and especially Disney World, saw income drops by $36 million. They blame that on a few things, inflation, higher wages for workers, and lower attendance here compared to last year's big numbers from Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. On that call, though, Disney CEO Bob Iger said they plan to spend $60 billion on the theme parks over the next 10 years. You know, we're hard at work at getting these things, uh, you know, basically conceived and built. Uh, and we've got a menu of things that will basically start opening in 25, and there'll be a cadence every year of additional, basically additional investment and increased capacity. And that could, of course, include new attractions and rides. And we know that Disney did include the idea of opening a fifth theme park at Disney World in its developers agreement with the former Reedy Creek leaders about two years ago. But Iger would not say when he was asked directly that question about whether or not they have any plans to open that fifth theme park here in Central Florida. Reporting live outside Disney, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. All right, Bob, it does appear for Central Florida tourism is bouncing back in 2024. An outlook released by Visit Orlando indicates local hotels are showing a 3% increase in bookings for the year so far. And new numbers reveal there's been an increase in airline ticket sales to Orlando as we go into the first quarter of the new year. Visit Orlando also gave new numbers about Orange County's tourism development tax collections for December. It collected $29.8 at the end of 2023, which is a slight dip from December the year before. That was about a $1.5 million difference. It's 7.05 and investigators are trying to figure out what started this fire at the Coalition for the Homeless that has now forced out hundreds of people who are staying there. Yeah, look at some of the damage there on the scene. It was about 3 in the afternoon when firefighters were called. West 2's Tony Atkins is live this morning uh, near the Coalition. And Tony, everyone was able to make it out safely. Yeah, that's a fortunate thing. 237 people living inside the men's dorm were able to make it out, but the coalition says that dorm now is uninhabitable. We're told this fire started inside that men's, do men's dorm, and fortunately, the fire suppression systems worked that kept this fire under control. As firefighters, they were forced to break some of the windows just to get water onto the flames to put all of this out. The coalition says through a strong community effort, they were able to work with partners to find shelters for each person and Lynx buses ran to help take them there. It's been a lot of work to ensure that the guys who have been displaced have a roof over their head tonight. Everybody has eaten, everybody has the medication and everybody will have a safe place to sleep tonight. So a tragedy, yes, but a blessing in disguise.
the coalition says they're still working to figure out what caused the fire. They say they don't believe it was arson. And coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have more information on what they say they need and how you can help. For now, reporting live downtown Tony Atkins, West Tunus. Well, this morning we're hearing the 911 calls that sent police in an Altamont Springs neighborhood on Tuesday evening. They were met by a man who they say was carrying a rifle who police eventually shot and killed. We have a neighbor who's walking up and down from house to house with a rifle. And now he's just knocking on our front door. The way that he lifted the rifle up, um, it was almost as a, re a readiness to fire the weapon, um, which prompted our officer to take action. Police say the man who was killed was 65-year-old Eric Seckington. Police say that he had a history of violence and conflict with neighbors and issues connected to mental health challenges. We're also learning more about the man who was shot and killed by deputies in Orange County. The sheriff's office says 43-year-old DeCarlos Long was shot by deputies who were responding to a report of someone hurting themselves. When deputies got there, they say that Long came at them with a knife. The sheriff thinks that Long had a history of mental health challenges. If you or someone you know is struggling or in a crisis, help is available. You can always call or text 988. This is a free service that's available to everyone 24 hours a day. Now to Lee County, new body camera video shows a SWAT team shooting a man who was threatening a hostage at a Bank of America on Tuesday. And we're going to show you the moment officers barged in. Look at this. Let me know what's going through your head right now. What concerns you have? I want to make sure you're the most relaxed. Keep going. Keep the sheriff says the sniper killed 26-year-old Sterling Avalanche after he held a hostage while holding a knife to her throat during the bank robbery.